James. Raf. Twitter. Yeah, look, I'd hoped we wouldn't be back to this this trough so soon. <laughs> you know, I said to myself, no more Twitter episodes, no more talking about Elon Musk. But, you know, duty demands it. Our hand was forced. Correct. And you as our listeners compel us to be on the cutting edge, the biggest things that are happening in the world of technology in the world, and this is it. And plus, some of you, one in particular, asked if I regretted some of my comments. Well, what were they referring to in, in specific? Well, listen on. So, the last time we spoke about Elon Musk, we gave you a little bit of a chronicle of his first few days storming the Twitter castle, mm. eliminating the censorious wokes, turning it into the best business in America. Yeah, free fixing speech. everything, free speech, comedy legal. <laughs> Comedy legal. And obviously, we were in, we were on top of the world. We were buzzed. We yeah. were buzzed on the potential. I'm going to put it out there. And I'm going to say right now, we were right to be buzzed. Absolutely. Because, who oh boy, what a, what a successful week it's been for, for Twitter under new management. It's been, okay, my first response to the haters and losers. <laughs> this has been the best Twitter has ever been. It's been the best seven days on Twitter. No comparison. Um, it, it absolutely is. But like, it kind of like in the vibe of The Purge or like the end of the Joker movie when all the people in clown makeup are running wild, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Which is, but no, absolutely. That's what I mean. Like, that's good. <laughs> Twitter is better than it's ever been. Whilst Twitter might be better than it's ever been, Elon Musk's accountant. Uh- <laughs> he might not agree with you. <laughs> because what has become apparent basically. In- it was vaguely- It was known before, so but- it was, known, it was known before, but it's been, uh, I guess, spoken about more widely now. In particular, the debt obligations that Twitter now has because of Elon Musk. They have $13 billion in debt that they need to pay off. That equates to around, in year one, a billion dollars worth of interest repayments that have to be made. And from year two onwards, it seems like around $1.7 billion of interest repayments. Yeah. Which is a punishing amount of money to pay for a, a company that has only intermittently been profitable at all. Yeah. And when it has been, has not been by a huge amount. Yeah. I mean, its revenue, its last kind of revenue figures were around the $3.5 billion. That's gross revenue before you take in any yeah. costs at all. So you can see, you can see what, what amount it is to climb there. It is, I guess, important to say that even though he's got an army of, I guess, the most annoying people on the planet, <laughs> some, some of the worst people you could, you, you could ever hope to meet, basically hoping he's going to stick the boot in to the people they hate, bring back free speech, liberate the platform. Mm. I would say that's like a, despite his posturing, probably like the 10th thing on his list, <laughs> besides making money and servicing these like this insane deal that he's kind of wound himself into, which mm. as as I will remind you, he wanted to get out of. Yes. He very clearly wishes that he wasn't exactly in this situation that he is in right now. Mm. So what should he do? How does he fix the problem that he's coming to and how did he try to do that? Well, yeah, it's pretty simple. So he's got an issue. He needs to pay at least a billion dollars in interest. That's not even including the principal. The way that you do that, well, for starters, is you got to cut costs. Got to cut costs. You got to cut cut your operating expenses. You got to make sure that you're juicing as much margin out of that gross revenue as possible. So we'll start with your fixed costs. 
salaries. Yeah, he slashed like half the the jobs <laughs> on Twitter. Not in the, I would say not in the best way possible. Well, look, let me caveat the entire rest of this episode. Whilst I say here are some things that you have to do, I do not agree with the way he went about doing them. <laughs> <laughs> there are ways you can go about these things. Yeah, I one mean- way is to, especially when it comes to people's jobs and lives, is to take a lot of care and time and really work through a restructure and think about what's both best for the business, but best for workplace culture, et cetera. Another way is to tell everyone that half of you are going to be fired basically and look out for an email later tonight around 10 o'clock. Based on some like insane stack racking thing. I mean, it's obviously clear that no matter what, even if Elon had not acquired Twitter, there would have been some fairly deep layoffs. Yeah, it is happening everywhere. Meta's just laid off like 10% of staff. Yeah, Meta laid off 12,000 people. Amazon's laid off 10,000 was announced this week. The tech hiring boom and I guess the tech boom of the past decade is lulling into a valley. So this would have happened anyway. Whether it would have been half the staff <laughs> is probably is up for debate. Within a very short amount of time. And, and done in like the most insane way possible, probably not. And then immediately asking some people to come back to work like the next day or several days later because they realise they were essential. Yeah, yeah. And firing them using God knows what reasoning and rationale for who gets fired and who stays. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of it seems to be he wanted to get rid of people that personally he thought they might annoy him in the future or something. <laughs> Just some, like, a deranged metric. Anyway, so he did that. Marginal costs you want to have a look at. I think the only thing he's really looking at here is that Twitter pays AWS or something like a billion dollars a year in, in hosting. I actually think there's probably something there that seems like a lot. I don't know. Maybe at that scale they should be running their own servers, but I don't know that shit, so who knows? Just looking at that. Then you got to increase your revenues. you got to. That's the aim of the game. One way to not do that is for every advertiser to flee the platform. Yeah, look, I agree. You, <laughs> you, you want to keep some of those people on board. Last time we, we talked about this, we were speculating on how much money I would personally pay to retain my blue tick. That was not resolved by, mm. the, end of, by the end of the episode. I also, I assumed like many people that when it was like pay to have a blue tick, I assumed that was the current blue checks would no. have to pay. But no, it was all. And to be fair, I still think it's good. <laughs> So basically, um, as I said, he opened up membership of Twitter Blue, which is like the Twitter subscription product, and made it so he didn't add any other features to it, but said that if you pay for Twitter Blue, you will get a blue check. No more lords and peasants. Mm. No more people, elites, getting their hands on these checks. You, and I'm talking to you, can get one. Four, and the the final price was eight bucks a month. Mm. Which it was like indexed to like purchasing power parity or whatever, it's a, or some insane thing. But it was only available in like the US, UK, Australia. I'm pretty sure like only English speaking markets generally actually. Mm. Led to a lot of fretting from the original blue checks, um, legacy blue checks, yeah, such as myself. You mm. know, I was standing on the parapets of my castle watching the the riding peasants approach with their pitchforks and their torches and all that sort of stuff. It blew me back. I was I was shocked to see it, but I agree with you that who cares? <laughs> it's, I think it's you know it's great, and hilarity ensued. Really, hilarity I mean, ensued. oh, well, that's not true. Immediately, obviously, everyone starts making parody accounts. None of them were funny. No, none of them were funny because verification is serious. No, none of them were funny because like they were pretty low effort joke. I'm Joe Biden. My poo poo smells like pee pee, or you know, like this <laughs> tier. You know, sorry, was that was that one of your gags? There was a good one um, from the verified account for. Oh, it's still up. At real Mr. Bean. <laughs> uh, that's a picture of Mr. Bean, of course. Oh, no, it's been suspended. 
that was just cached in my Twitter account. But it was just like, who wants Mr. Bean to eat their pussy tonight? So things of this with, nature. With, with Mr. Bean with a big, big blue tick. No, but my question for once again, the haters and losers. Yeah. A lot of people up in arms saying, see, see, see what's happened. See what's happened. It's anarchy on here. Did anything bad happen? The quote-unquote worst thing that seems to have happened is that an insulin profiteer lost 5% <laughs> of, like, their market cap because someone made a fake, like, insulin, whatever they are, big farmer account saying, insulin's now free. Like, yeah. is that bad? No, I, I personally think it's great. Obviously, in terms of brand safety on the platform and retaining advertisers, it may raise some concerns, but I'm just I'm playing devil's advocate here. <laughs> on a personal level, I thought it was great. I also think it's really funny that... um. Because obviously you now see people that have like five followers and with a blue tick, which I think is great. It's a real leveler of, of human experience. They've re-added after obviously Elon was somewhat chastened by the response from advertisers. Mm. They've brought back the another check that is below the the blue one that has official. Yeah, but obviously that's just for advertisers and it's just for brands. Yeah, and government and go- yeah, totally. Which is he's achieved his goal, which was basically from the outset taking blue checks away from journalists. Exactly. Him and, like, his tech friends were mad that journalists get blue checks and get, like, this elevated status symbol Mm. for doing nothing and not even learning how to code. (laughs) Not even learning how to code. Are you kidding me? So, goal achieved there. Yeah. But I I have to say, now when you, like, scroll your Twitter feed, you'll see, and, and, like, in replies and stuff, as always, the blue tick replies are kind of prioritized mm. they do kind of grab your eye more when you're scrolling through the feed or whatever but it's very funny now to like see that and look at it and see a tweet that's like not what you would normally see from like a journalist or entertainer or whatever like there's one that i, I that took my breath away um, when i was scrolling my feed the other day it's from a username tz sue skep <laughs> got a big big fresh shiny blue tick and he just tweets with the first letter of every word capitalized Getting on birth control just to get nutted in is crazy. <laughs> Verified. <laughs> See, this is this is the great leveler. He doesn't want these ivory tower fucks to spend their time tweeting. Like, people are saying this is bad. <laughs> you just got to laugh. It's it's great content, but it did obviously that did obliterate all their advertising <laughs> revenue. And he has he's now locked Twitter Blue, so you can't actually sign up for it. At the yeah, moment. they're, re- they're reevaluating so parts of it. I have to say, maybe could have been executed better, but I do agree with you. The vibes are immaculate. <laughs> Look, as far as ensuring that Twitter is an ongoing business, and, enterprise, and tool and enterprise, etc., um, not great. But short term. And this is what we care about nowadays. Short term, it's been fantastic. Short term gratification is what Dan Rand is all about. We don't care about long term planning or strategic value. We want to make sure everyone's having a great time in the now. Live in the moment. Be present. So there was a thing earlier when it comes to advertising. Business Insider got some quotes from an internal town hall that he hosted about ads when he was sort of just shooting from the hip and it reads like he was just saying whatever was coming off the top of his head about ads mm. to this audience of, I assume, fairly um, unhappy Twitter employees who just had seen half of their co-workers get sacked. He goes, uh, you know, an ad done really well is what someone would actually want to buy, especially if it's what they want to buy is actually content. So I don't know what that means. In order for that to be content, you have to have a wide range of ads. And then he says, I'd love to see ads for gizmos. If I saw ads for gizmos, I love gizmos, of course, I'd buy them all in a click. 
Even if they're not that great, I'll still buy gizmos. I love technology. I'll see content for gizmos, but not an ad or an ability to actually buy the gizmo. So I have to send it to my assistant, like, please buy this gizmo. That's how it goes generally. But I'd, I'd love to be able to click on it and buy it. <laughs> so there's a huge scope of possibility in sort of like the gizmo space, affiliate marketing, little toys and trinkets and gizmos. That's what Twitter's going to be known for. He's buying the bull case because apparently Starlink is buying the 250k a day advertising package yep. on I'm, Twitter. I'm what is Starlink but the ultimate gizmo, really. But yeah, what happens next? It's time for me to end you. I know you're a little bit more careful with your words. You have more to lose. No, totally. Absolutely. As a legacy verified account. Let's speculate on what's to come because I have some theories. Mm. One, regarding verification, Twitter has a lot more space for advertising. In fact, there's very few ads and they're so inoffensive on Twitter compared to every other platform. Think about your standard Facebook feed or Google search results or whatever. But like Facebook feed, you've got ads in the right hand. No one looks at them. Obviously, in your actual feed itself, in stories, in groups, on Facebook Marketplace, videos, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Everywhere you can think of there's ads. In Twitter, you still just have a friggin' tweet. It looks like a tweet other than sometimes like promoted hashtags or whatever. You basically have one placement for advertising because one feature of Twitter Blue is you see fewer ads it's not no ads it's fewer ads but what i expect them to do is just pump find way more placements for ads yeah I th- inc- I think that's- including un- non-skippable ads which again every other platform has some form of like non-skippable ads yeah, yeah. so you're scrolling your screen basically freezes and forces you to watch a 15 second ad and you keep scrolling etc cetera, etc cetera. you basically pay to not have that experience as well as the fact that there's more ads will generate more revenue that's what i see happening with both twitter blue and advertising and the advertisers will be back if the ads are more effective because that's the other thing, Twitter ads are not that effective. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the big thing. I mean, at the moment, they're balancing the fact that Twitter is not a really a great ad platform. Mm. It's fine. It's great for building brand equity because, like, there are lots of, like, highly engaged users and, like, wealthy users, you know, relatively, like, high social status, powerful users yeah, or whatever. it's top of the funnel. It's top of the funnel. So it's good for that. But everything I've seen from advertisers are kind of like, if this was a Facebook and we were dealing with the situation, maybe we would have to balance it. But for the moment... Twitter is not actually worth the headache right mm. now. Who knows? Maybe he'll make it like the place to be. And then he's got to somehow deal with this debt thing because even if he's able to in like three months' time, chock it full of ads and up subscriber numbers, that's not going to cover his, the interest on the debt, let alone the principal. Yeah, yeah. So in that case, he's got kind of two options. One is he can buy the debt himself personally. And the way these debts work as well, by the way, is like at the moment the debt is to a bank banks will on-sell that debt traditionally. They'll on-sell that debt and ideally take a bit of margin themselves in the form of offering slightly worse interest rates to the person buying it, but still attractive enough for them to buy it. And maybe it's like a big pension fund or whatever. The banks obviously can't sell this debt. One reason being that the CEO spends most of his time shitting on the platform itself and saying how awful it is and how all of these problems he's finding. Which yeah, and also keeping in mind, he also, to get out of the deal, he did essentially... Describe it as an untenable business, like a real with bots or whatever. So you so can't really come back and be like, actually, I like it. And he's not even trying to do that. So the rumors are that the banks are trying to sell on the debt at around 70 cents on the dollar, i.e. you only pay 70 cents for $1 of debt, which basically implies that it's very risky debt yep. and no one's willing to pay over 60 cents on the dollar. I, no one wants to buy the debt. So Elon himself could buy it. 
as an individual. He just sold $4 billion worth of Tesla stock, apparently. If Twitter owes Elon money, you know, it's not, not as big a deal. The other is try and push through these features, get your, your reoccurring revenue going, get your advertising dollars up, and then bring on investors. Obviously, he's going to have to take a haircut. There's going to be a down round. Down round. <laughs> and if he has to cover what the $13 billion was of debt, it was valued when he bought it at $44 billion. Try and get investors in, raise around $10 billion at like a $20 billion valuation if he's lucky. It means that his equity is obviously massively watered down, as is anyone who went in with him. But he's be able to get rid of that debt and actually operate it, I guess, in a way that there's not this burden hanging over his head all the time. It's a big ask. It's a big ask to do all of that, I would say. Then what's going to happen? It's just going to... It's going to declare bankruptcy because Twitter will exist. This is the other thing, right? Yeah, Everyone yeah. fretting and anyone saying like, oh, but you're laughing about all of this disastrous business moves. Twitter well, yes. will exist. <laughs> A, yes. And B, even if Twitter died, Twitter is quite unique. I don't think you could build a Twitter from scratch. A lot of people have tried nowadays in that this platform where all the journalists are. and Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. And, and it's also like one of the only text-based platforms or whatever. For ugly people, basically, yeah. you know, such as ourselves. And text-based as well. Like, no one likes text nowadays. Text is not sexy. It's not engaging. It can be funny, though. I like text. The lols per minute on Twitter, the density of lols is unmatched. I mean, some would argue that TikTok has more LPM, but it's I'm not a visual guy. I'm a text guy. I like to I'm, I'm serving a lot of not funny content on, on TikTok. And TikTok loves to harsh your vibe by, like, it'll show you, a, like, a funny TikTok, and you'll swipe, and it'll show, like, someone who's doing a, a bunch of live streams from hospice care or whatever. It's just, you know, people that like do the inspirational kind of like, I'm fighting cancer, I'm going to survive. Hmm. And then you go back to like a skateboarding accident or whatever, which, you know, it's good, but it, the vibes it can be a little bit inconsistent on the lols front. Mm. Oh, fair enough. No, point being, Twitter will be around. Yeah, yeah. Twitter will be around. It's not going anywhere. How much money Elon loses on it is the only question, basically. Unless, unless... James, mm. what do you think Twitter will look like in five to ten years? Well, funnily enough, rather than make my prediction on where Twitter will be in five to ten years, I'll defer to a Reddit post on r slash Elon Musk. And to give you a bit of context, the people on r slash Elon Musk freaks. <laughs> Just going to put that out there. Big fans of, of Elon. I mean, honestly, if you're someone who's posting like a subreddit for like one billionaire... <laughs> There's got to be something so fucked in your head. <laughs> anyway, but they're, they're big fans of him. But the atmosphere is actually not great in there at the moment mm. because some of them are still there going hard in the paint for Elon. They want to see him succeed. Some of them are having cold feet about this whole Twitter situation. <laughs> they were like, I, I was a bigger fan of him when he was more about, you know, electric cars and rockets and stuff rather than getting tangled up in... Moderation decisions. <laughs> running a social media platform, which is the most boring thing in the world, really. <laughs> anyway, but anyway, here's one guy who is long Elon. He's a big fan. He says Twitter in five to ten years. Hit me. 8K, 60 frames per second video, and 4K, 120 frames per second video, live video, highest bit rate of the industry, first social network to surpass YouTube in five to ten years. Content creator economy, highest paying percentage-wise. Twitter lays its own fiber optics yep. and server infrastructure, overcoming- I eight, asked for that. 
You did. You mentioned it earlier. Overcoming AWS in terms of bandwidth, latency, and compute. Mm-hmm. Create their own silicon chips dedicated to AI and video processing. That's good. Famously easy. <laughs> Worth over $2 trillion. Yep. Back it. <laughs> and then tips donations with Dogecoin. <laughs> I but can see the last one happening. Yeah, because what we're about to witness is the biggest transformation of the social network in front of our eyes. You'll see Twitter improving on a technical level of time, first with code optimization, then followed by deploying hardware and finally making custom chips. You'll see less and less links to external sources and more and more internal content. It will become a center of independent, journalistic-centric news. I think he's nailed it. How many upvotes? When I took a screenshot of that, it had received zero after. <laughs> well, <laughs> evidently one after you saw it, though. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 